Good morning, Trinity, and welcome to our daily podcast. My name is Trip Prince. I'm the pastor on the north side, and today is Thursday, June 11th. And we have often over the last few weeks reflected on our psalm readings or maybe one of the New Testament readings. But today I want us to sit with a book that is maybe less familiar to many of us, the book of Ecclesiastes. Today we read from chapter 11, and what I want to do is read just a few verses, Ecclesiastes 11 verses five to eight, and then I will pray, and we will walk through this for a few minutes. These verses resonated with me quite deeply and profoundly as we think about the darkness we find in our world and in our own hearts, and yet the light of God, the light of Christ that shines into the darkness. And as we often sing at Trinity, it drives all darkness away. And so with that theme in mind, let's read these words from Ecclesiastes 11, beginning in verse 5. Just as you do not know how the breath comes to the bones in the mother's womb, so you do not know the work of God, who makes everything. In the morning, sow your seed, and at evening, do not let your hands be idle, for you do not know which will prosper, this or that, or whether both alike will be good. Light is sweet, and it is pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. Even those who live for many years should rejoice in them all. Yet let them remember that the days of darkness will be many. All that comes is vanity. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this reminder that your light shines into the darkness. And as these words say, Your light is sweet. Help us to see the sweetness of your light. Give us the eyes of faith and courage and hope, even here right now in the midst of what seems to be such great darkness. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, over the last few weeks, I've been thinking a good bit about modernity, about the modern world, the world in which we find ourselves and the assumptions and the values and the beliefs that shape this world day in and day out. It's in the air that we breathe. And as I think about it, there's so much good that has come from the modern world. It has given us an explosion of knowledge that's really unlike anything the human race has ever ever seen. We have cured countless diseases. We've split atoms. We've put a man on the moon. We've put supercomputers in all of our pockets. On and on and on I could go. Uh, And yet for all of our knowledge, all of our accomplishments, I'm reminded afresh that so much of the world is still a mystery. So much is mysterious and truly unknown. And here's the thing about mystery. Mystery can be both deeply painful and profoundly glorious. There are mysteries right now, mysteries to me that are deeply confusing and painful. In spite of all of our achievements, all that we've accomplished, this this sense in our society where we say there's no problem we can't solve, there's no solution we can't find. It's been mysterious in so many ways. I think to all of us that a single virus can cripple a global society in a matter of weeks. It is a mystery to me that after centuries of racism and systemic injustice, we as human beings still struggle to accept and to celebrate and promote the dignity and the value of every single human being. This is a great mystery to me. 
yet at the same time, and especially I think with our reading today in mind, how is it? How is it that God looks upon us in all of our frailty, all of our sickness, all of our capacity for evil, and yet he still shines his light upon us? How can he see this perpetual capacity for hatred that lies in the core of our being, yet he still loves us and he sustains our every movement? This is a glorious mystery to me. The author of Ecclesiastes was not blind to the vanity, blind to the darkness that surrounded them. If you were to read the book in its entirety, it is impossible to miss that point. This author knew so well, so clearly, that life itself is a mixture of both light and darkness, of joy and sorrow, of life and death. Yet I love this reading. I love the way that they sit with the weight of the world. They sit with that reality, and yet they embrace it. They say that all of life is gift. And if you've been given many years, rejoice in them all. That's what it says. Rejoice in them all. Rejoice, I think, is the single most important word given to us in today's reading. And I think it's a word you and I need to hear. We need to hear this word right now. It is a command given to every follower of Jesus that regardless of our situation, regardless of our circumstances, you and I are meant to be people who choose to rejoice. Our days, our seasons of life, they may feel peaceful, they may feel calm, and yet our days may also be filled with injustice and, in, and filled with sorrow and with grief. And yet more accurately, I think as this year and this season reminds us, our days are typically some combination of the above, both joy and sorrow. The days of darkness this author reminds us, will be many. And if you live a long life, you will see great darkness in your life. You will walk through pain and sorrow. And if you haven't encountered it yet, simply live long enough, Ecclesiastes says. Live long enough and you will see great darkness and vanity in the world. And yet, for us as followers of Christ, joy is found. Our ability to rejoice is found when we can begin to see light in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of the shadows. And so even when we do not fully understand the times we find ourselves in, you and I are still able to seek good. We can pursue the light of Christ every single day, even this very day. Or if I were maybe to say that a little more faithfully, you and I must be transformed by the grace of God, transformed in the core of our being so that we are made able to see the light. The light is all around us. The goodness of God is surrounding us, and yet we have to be made able to see the sun, able to see the light in the midst of darkness. And so as we wrap up, here's a point to ponder as you walk through this Thursday. Prayerfully reflect on this. One of the ways we can rejoice is linked to our limitations. I think growth in the life of God actually requires that we embrace our limitations. Today's reading from Ecclesiastes, I think actually teaches us to rejoice in our limits, in the simple fact that God is God and you and I 
are not. And so in many ways, that reality, that truth and goodness liberates us from the burden of having to know the answer to every single question, from having to, in and of ourselves, have a solution to every single problem. Instead, what we can do is cultivate attentiveness to begin to look for signs of life, look for signs of God's activity and his presence in the world. We do that as we walk through darkness, as we walk through the shadowlands. And if you and I can do that and do that today, this very moment, we can see as the author of Ecclesiastes sees and we can say with real sincerity and conviction, light is sweet and it is pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. And so today, cultivate attentiveness to God. Cultivate a greater awareness that he is at work in our world. He is at work in our society. And even right now in your family, in your own life, the light of Christ is shining into those dark places. May he give us the faith and the courage to see that and rejoice in it today. Amen.